0: Welcome to Real Black Continent Foreign Podcast This is Big VJ checking in Today's conversation We're going to talk about the brother minister from Chicago And his 4th of July message His Independence Day message Entitled The Criterion Which means Judging Right, when you do the etymology of the word. And of course, you know, the brother Minister of Chicago, man, he did a excellent job, like we all knew he would. The entire lecture was like three hours long. And man, I'm talking about um for me, it felt like it was four hours because I was waiting a whole hour. <laughs> You know, I was excited, man. I I really wanted to hear what the brother minister from Chicago, the Honorable Louis Farrakhan had to say to the people, man. I was like, yo, this is, it just felt right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just felt like, you know, we just, it's time to hear what the brother minister got to say from Chicago, right? So, beautiful thing. I enjoyed it. Watched it with my family. It was a beautiful thing, right? Right. Before we move any further, though, we must give respect and honor where it's due. Right. So there would be no brother minister from Chicago, the honorable Louis Farrakhan, without the honorable Elijah Muhammad. Right. His teacher. You got to have a coach. You got to have a coach. Right. And he had a strong coach, a strong leader, teacher, and guide. And Mr. Muhammad, peace be upon him, of course, he's no longer with us. But I just got to say this, though, right? I got to say this, you know. Even though the messenger left in 1975, I'm going to show you what it means when someone put up a, a standard. When they set up a bar, right? When they put the bar high. You have black leaders, and athletes, and entertainers, and this black conscious movement of personalities. They're all trying to individually accomplish things that Mr. Muhammad he did by himself. He don't get much of the credit. We don't talk about him, right? He wasn't the most like super charismatic speaker in the world. But when he spoke his interviews, man, you can research some of his old interviews. Everything was powerful, man. He knew what he was talking about. Right. But it was things that he did in his day that a lot of brothers in the entertainment world with millions of dollars like they almost struggle to do. In the conscious world, they almost struggle to do. And they had Far more education And far more money Than the messenger had Our brother uh, Dr. Umar Johnson Right He's still in his pursuit To uh, put up his own school Independent school right And we salute him for that Uh, We know LeBron got a school Right Uh, Puff Puff Daddy got a school in Harlem um, our brother Jalen Rose out of Detroit West Side High School graduate of uh, Cooley High. He has a school in the city also, but the Messenger had a school too, right? Shout out to Sister Clara. The Messenger had a school too, independent school. Before I go any further, big up to Puff, right? Because Puff allowed. Our brother minister from Chicago to air on his platform, his channel, Revolt, right? And, you know, Puff is in the entertainment industry, so I can imagine um, the so-called Jews that he's in business with, that he's friends with. I can imagine he got that call because um, he's just in that world, man, where they work closely with these so-called Jews in New York City. But he allowed the minister to play on his platform anyway because fox news poured out they was they were going to put the brother minister on too right because fox news has a lot of black executives contrary to poverty belief though but out of all the major networks fox news has the most black executives <laughs> on the staff man on the payroll and somebody, you know, they made that green light to put the minister on, but they poured it, right? But Puff didn't pull it. He, he stood fast, so shout out to Puff for that. But again, man, there's a lot of things that Mr. Muhammad did, man, in his time that brothers with more money and more education is having a hard time doing the day that he did in his day, right? During the Jim Crow era, he did these things, so... You know, Mr. Muhammad had the schools, right? Um, Mr. Muhammad had the businesses, man. I mean, um, from the barber shops, man, to um, to the restaurant, man. You know what I'm saying? Shabazz restaurants, and know, uh, Salam restaurants, and he had the um, Shabazz Bakery and the Shabazz Grocery Store, and uh, he had the clothing factories, and he had the, uh, you know, Shabazz Dry Cleaners, and. He had a self-contained black controlled economy. So when he preached that do for self message, he can preach it because he did it, man. You know, they they have arguments over his net worth. When he passed away in 1975, some say 20 million, some say 50 million dollar empire. Some say $80 million empire he had with all the schools and, the, you know, the fish markets and the fruit markets and the farms in Georgia. and Boy, that number get to running up. And it kind of like goes back and forth. Nobody really knows how much money he had. But one thing that they are certain of, <laughs> you know, unfortunately, the nation don't have the strength that it has in business. This is why, you know, when you get around some of these elders, man, and you say, "Well, what happened, man? What happened to all the businesses that Mister Muhammad put up?" They get to talking about Wallace. That yeah. their temperament changed. They, hey, the <laughs> if they could get a chance, man, if they could live life over, man, they'll ring. This is the message, of son. I'm talking about, man. They'll ring Wallace's neck, man. If they, <laughs> they say Wallace messed up everything. He ran behind them Arabs and he messed up everything, right? But again, though, what Mr. Muhammad did himself, man, you just, that can't be overlooked. So if you have strong roots, you're going to have strong branches, right? That's just the point of me saying what Mr. Muhammad actually did. You know, I tell a joke oftentimes, hey, man, the reason why some of your uncles, right, or your fathers or your big brothers, Right or your grandfather, the reason why they was able to go into a lot of these state penitentiaries, man, and did get punked in there is because when they got in there, (laughs) you know, when they seen what they seen in there, the first thing that they did was run and get next to that Muslim group (laughs) for protection, man, so they could be protected, man. You know, we don't like to talk about that, but it's true. A lot of our brothers, man, everybody came out Muslim because they just wanted protection when they got up. in there. (laughs) All right. All right. All right. But today's conversation, again, we're going to talk about the brother minister's lecture, you know, judging. Right. That's the etymology of the word. The name of the lecture is judging that he gave on the garden. Right. So let's uh, let's have a good conversation about that. So our brother minister from Chicago. What were some of the subject matters that he touched on when he spoke in the garden, right? You know, he brought out that coronavirus and his estimate, though, was a it was a curse from God. From just being. A wicked and rebellious people for so long. In the wilderness, North America and all over the globe. To sit some people down. From tearing up the earth, the Lord released a virus amongst the people, right? And while he was breaking down that the coronavirus was a curse, he was also saying, listen. He was giving our people a strong warning, right? There's a couple of African heads of state. He was pulling on a coattail. He was pulling on the coattail of our Brazilian head of state because... When he was issuing that warning about globally, if you are a black and brown person, keep your so-and-so away from these vaccines, man. Allowing these people experimenting on you. They should have been hit the hardest. I think South Africa was one of those nations that got involved with that foolishness, man. Where they was allowing their citizens to be tested for a vaccination. You got to be out of your mind. Knowing the history that we had with these folks with the Tuskegee experiment, and then the Guatemala experiment and the Nicaraguan experiment. because see, here, here's the deal about that Tuskegee experiment. You know when the red flag was flown and they were busted in Tuskegee. A lot of those physicians If you do the research If I'm not mistaken They went to South America And they continued that practice on there Right So they was injecting the syphilis Into the people And then In South America I believe They was injecting it into prostitutes And then sending the prostitutes back out And they dealing with the Johns And the Johns is getting affected, And then some of these Johns are married And You can put together the rest right So he was encouraging our people, man, stay away from these vaccines, man. If you want to vaccinate somebody, tell them to go to their own people. Italy has been hit hard. They need a vaccination. Britain has been hit hard. They need a vaccination. Don't let them come to you with any vaccination unless you allow your scientists to look over what they brought to you. This is good information for the world. Then he spoke on the founding fathers, man. Don't get caught up in popping these firecrackers and all this carrying on. You know, he's just going down the list, man. He spoke about the founding fathers. He talked about white privilege, which. You know, we know too well of, right? He talked about the Muslim world and his love for Mecca. He did all this in the garden, man, because it was like a representation. Of the Hebrew Messiah in Gethsemane, like before it's all over. He had a bill. With those that was close to him in the garden. And that was like a representation of him. During his lecture. Because he didn't have. Those thousands of people that we are accustomed to seeing. The brother minister in Chicago have right. He just had a small group. Obviously a small group of those that he loved. And he trusted the most. Right. And then. He brought up some powerful information about the toldman. man. i always been on top of that. I have always been on top of that If you want to see a book That's hard to obtain And get you a copy of And get your hand of It's those writings by Jewish scholars Called the Tolman And he was talking about the wickedness in that But what he did was He introduced a lot of people to that term So they can go do the research Because they talk Some crazy talk in that Tolman Especially when it's concerning Black people right So the minister he did what he do I felt like He spoke to his base man he did what he do Right Outstanding job as always There's no complaints Over here So the brother minister He began to speak About The flag of the nation of Islam Them as An independent nation Sun, Moon, and the Stars, Freedom, Justice, Equality, Islam, in the wilderness North America. Having this conversation in the garden with those amongst that he loved, small group, faithful followers. Then you can see the plane banner, right? There was a plane banner flying throughout the sky. On the banner, it was two photos, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, right? And, uh, of course, my nephew... Master Farad Muhammad was also on that banner with him flying over the skies of Chicago. It, had, it was a it was dope, man. It was just something to see, man. It was it was lit, man. The brother minister out of Chicago, man, he was doing his thing. He closed everything out with a prayer course. Now, I, I just want to say this at this point, the vibe that I was in, right? The vibe that I was in as watched this three hour lecture. There's no way to sum it up because there's going to be so much information that I'm leaving out, right? So much information that I'm leaving out. You got to check it out. Again, shout out to Puff for allowing that to be displayed on his platform. I know that was a tough thing for him because his relationships, you know, once again, I just always got to point that out. It was Independence Day, right? So I'm sitting Watching the lecture, right? In the painted picture, I had my supreme wisdom out. I had my message to the black man out, right? And there's a portion that I always keep on, like when I'm listening to them, I'm ringing in my mind, Independence Day, Independence Day. And I'm thinking about what the Muslims want excerpt from the message to the black man, That was produced in the course 1965 It's like you know In the back of the old Muhammad speaks It to be there in the final call What the Muslims want Right It's a bullet point for objectives Of what the nation of Islam wants Very powerful Very detailed though Right you can just look at what they And then immediately following that It'll say what we believe So now all this is ringing in my mind It's Independence Day. What the Muslims want. And then I'm thinking about the 90th anniversary of the Nation of Islam. And I'm asking myself this. Is it time. That the Nation of Islam. Talk about. A move. Back to Africa. Is it time. Because when you begin to just let those three things ring off, man, in your mind, Independence Day, what the Muslims want, 90th anniversary of the Nation of Islam. When you put those three things together, you just there's nothing else to do but ask yourself, is it time that the Nation of Islam talk about a back to Africa move now? This is something we have to seriously consider now man. Because when you look at This what you want That's found In the Message to the black man in 1965 We're not making any headway With the United States government With what the Muslims want We're just not making no headway it's okay to let the government know what you want. This is your goals. But now you have to consider, okay, United States is built on a democracy. you're fourteen percent of the population. you're not gaining any traction population wise. If you got to vote to get what you want and you're fourteen percent of the population, where a brown man has surpassed us. He's like 16, 17% of the population. How else can we. How else can the nation. Get what they want. Unless we now take that. To another nation at this point. The black nation now. How else. Message to the black man. Page 224. And it says, a house of our own, right? I just want to read this real quick. And it says, we cannot be successful in the house of our enemies. We should be in our own house. That which is other than our own is for those who are other than our own. Our own, quote unquote, is unlimited physically and spiritually. Then it says, there are those who think that the lack of freedom, justice, and equality can be solved in the white man's crooked and corrupt politics. But these so-called leaders who think this political strategy will solve our problem are as far wrong as the distance from the east to the west. Now I'm going to skip one paragraph and I'm going to go to the section that begin with independence because You know, I'm I'm tying this all together in my mind, right? I'm thinking about, okay, 90 years in the game. We said, you know, you know, Mr. Muhammad said what the Muslims want in 1965, okay? And then I'm thinking about politics, 14%, um, what the Muslims want. It's like all this running back in my, then I'm thinking about Independence Day. So now I'm going to go to the paragraph that begin with independence, And it says, Independence to you is strange. You have given up the hope of ever being independent. But think, but this is just what God wants to do for you. Don't you think it is time after 400 years as servants and strangers? It is hopeless to think that these strangers will ever be other than what they are now to you. Please do not think that they can be conquered by brickbats, shotguns, a few arms, or homemade bombs. It takes the forces of nature and the confusion of the minds and thoughts which are controlled by the power of God. Be wise and submit to God. Who has the power to defend you. And destroy your enemies. Who are too powerful for you. I got to go back to the first paragraph. We cannot be successful. In the house of our enemies. If Mr. Muhammad already knew this. What now? We really have to do some considering, man. What now? The money that we have right now as black Americans. If we chose Ghana as an example. We could start funding. The communities that we want. The infrastructure that we want the technology that we want right now from here the wilderness of north america and pay it forward to get how we want things there and then just make the sweet transition over that's something that the next leader of the nation of islam he got to consider man because we're looking at i'm like This is no disrespect, but I'm like, yo, if you're not talking about moving to a black nation and doing your own thing. I mean, like. If we do a a mass migration and there's democracy. In African countries and we can just pick one, we can literally go over there. With this American dollar. Change the whole landscape of everything. And run everything politically at the same time I'm just keeping it real I'm not talking about back to Africa Like hey, you know, let's get Connect, not to be facetious But I'm not on some um, Yo, let's go back and uh, Connect with the roots And get what I, and go submit to a tribe over there no man, I'm not talking about that (laughs) I'm not talking about doing that We're black Americans, that's clear (laughs) <laughs> I'm not talking about doing that Something to consider though family Just something to consider like yo What's the next move man If there ever was a time In black American history where it's kind of like Okay what you finna do now It's like now You know I was looking at the NFL right Just something as simple as this NFL is like yo We're gonna allow you guys to sing the black national anthem At the first games of every game And I'm like yo How many ways do they have to always show you That you're separate from them man Yeah they're going to acknowledge that Because you're separate man You're going to sing a black national anthem What flag you going to bring out there to sing that in Old glory You're going to sing that in front of old glory Like okay if you got your own anthem Where's your flag And then people that have a flag They have an independent nation for themselves. The nation of Islam have their own flag. Freedom, justice, equality, Islam. And now that you got your own flag. Now it's time to seek. And secure. An independent nation. Peace and black power to you, family. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with me. This is Real Black consciousness Foreign Podcast, family. I'll get it with you guys later, man. Peace.